Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. From the Sunshine State, it is a game day. It is the Blowing Smoke edition. Marty Baron, welcome in. <laughs> and uh, the reasoning behind that is I was rollerblading through Ybor City this morning. Oh, nice. Cigar, cigar capital. So I asked the question, cigar. what is wrong with me? Like, I was literally the only person in Ybor City. And why was I there in the morning when most people go to Ybor City at night? Like, what has happened to me? You can make a double trip. That's a scouting trip. You're scouting the Ybor City scene in the morning. See what route are you going to take? What's uh, the right, uh, you know. Well, if I go back, it's not on rollerblades. That we know. Yes. And I'll have to look out for the wild chickens which are still roaming the streets in Ybor City. But uh, yeah, blowing smoke simply because of the uh, cigar capital, of course, that Ybor City is. And it's kind of what I've become on this show. You know, like sometimes it's just blowing smoke. smoke. So I'm going to try and blow it in your direction. You're going to fend it off to the best of your ability with quick-witted responses as Buffalo tries again to beat the Florida Panthers tonight. So I'll say this. I am so sorry to the people that um, are uh, maybe watching the show, listening to the show. Like, my mind is on Tampa because of Road Brew Wednesday and the game Thursday. And you're in Tampa right now. But there is a game tonight. It's ESPN Plus Hulu game. So we are not going to be on. But I still did my homework on what's going to happen and how the Sabres can win because I would like them to go into Tampa on a four-game winning streak. And let's keep it going, right? So, um, okay, blow and smoke. Let's go. I'll try to do my best. How many in a row have they won on the road? Uh, two. Five. Oh. Well, see. If they get to six, it's it'll the- be their longest one since 10 Gamer back in 05-06. Yeah. So I, I didn't do uh, that type of uh, blowing smoke uh, homework. but uh, it's Sorry, like, you're 0 for but- 1. <laughs> So five on the road, that is like, okay, that's Mm -hmm. really significant in the way that they've been playing it. Montreal, Minnesota, San Jose, LA. LA, and it was the Anaheim game that they blew it. Yeah. The darn ducks, they've gotten the way twice in the last uh, month and a bit. So yeah, yeah. by the way, let let me give you a little visual here, just to let you know that I'm always thinking of you. See, there's an empty chair for you. Oh, okay, good. The patio is open. Yeah, I love the scenic. Just, by the just, way, just those on you. MSG watching, 
You get the canal behind you. You're uh, at that the, is uh, uh, the Garrison Channel, and of course, we're uh, Channel side here. You ever it seen is... a dolphin in that channel? Have you seen dolphins in that channel? No. Oh, I've seen the dolphins in that channel because so you know that's the Marriott Hotel, right? And it's right, uh, you know. I'm not going to disclose that info. Well, it, it is. If people want to find us, they know where to find us in Tampa. But anyway, um, you know, sometimes there's these yachts that would go by. And we used to have a pregame meal. Okay, side story. We're going to get back to hockey. But this this pregame meal story was amazing. So they will have conferences in that hotel. And often we'll have, you know, these many, many, many business people at the hotel. So we come back from morning skate. We go to our meal. And we have a pregame meal in this one room, conference room that's set up there. There's multiple conference rooms set up for multiple companies that are having, you know, lunch provided or dinner provided or whatnot. So Eric Bolton is in line, you know, I'm, I'm there and there's Eric Bolton. And then there's this random person who grabbed a plate and was waiting in line and Bolts turned around to the guy. He goes, isn't this amazing? Like they provide lunch to anybody staying in the hotel here. Like, this is great. And then all of a sudden this guy kind of realized, Looking around, uh, oh, I may not be in the right room. He put the plate down and just walked out. <laughs> Bolts used uh, to love like joking with the fans and the people that would be around, but that was like that was pretty great. Okay, I have been almost that person <laughs> at conference rooms in hotels, especially in the morning. Like we might be set up on location, I'll yeah. venture in somewhere and go to grab a coffee, and then realize, oh. This is not our group. This you know? is not so, our room. So, and the story, of course, reminds me of the great Larry Murphy line to our good friend and analyst, Mike Johnson, when Johnson got called up to the Maple Leafs or when he yeah. appeared at the end oh, of his yeah. strategic career and he shows up for the team breakfast and Murph says to him, contest winner? Yeah. <laughs> he thought he had won. He thought it was somebody that had won a contest that was having a day in the life and spending time on the road with the with the team. But but the uh, reason I brought up the story is like uh, later after that more that pregame meal, we walked out to the back patio and there was these yachts that were driving in the canal and yeah. there was dolphins like jumping alongside the yacht. Like the whole they were they were having fun with the people and it was it was the first and only time I've seen them there. Okay, so that is incredible image is. Yes. Imaging is the big topic here for the Sabres. Jeff yes. Skinner went for it after practice, left practice early. We will get an update from the head coach at 5.30 today as the Sabres are not skating. Your gut tells you Skinner will or won't play. And if it's the latter, your gut tells you who will go in. Tyson Jost recalled or Victor Olofsson off of absence due to illness and otherwise. Okay, so if Jeff Skinner cannot go, I would anticipate two scenarios. Um, the one that I think is more likely, I would say, is for Victor Olsen to just be on the left side with Thompson and talk. I think that would be a very likely scenario. Here's the other scenario that I think is likely to happen, but not in my um, estimation. That's Definitely not what I would do. But I think the other scenario that's likely to happen is say, okay, Tyson Jost, you're going to play with Gergensons and Robinson on what is the fourth line. And they would elevate Oposo to play along with Tuck and Thompson. We know that Oposo has played with Thompson and Skinner just mm -hmm. recently, right? So I think that could be also a scenario. I would much prefer say, hey, let's put Olofsson up there and let's see if that line can 
find a way to provide some offense and and just get going. But um, if they called up Tyson Jost, I would I would think that's probably because they want to have a fourth line presence and then put a post on the top line. So I that leaves the door open for that. I have to ask. Does does it matter what the Amherst are doing at this point? organizationally or is it and I only say that because we have focused continue to focus on where they're at where they're trying to get to Mm -hmm. they're in a ridiculously tight battle in the standings they have Syracuse tomorrow at home so this is obviously taking whether he plays or not it's taking Jost out of the equation for that maybe Yuri is coming back so the loss of Jost doesn't impact them in quite the same yeah. way, meaning Jost has been in a top six role. Yuri Kulik would come back in in a top six role. Does any of that matter or is that just fan speak? It matters. Um, it, it matters to a certain extent. Everything matters. You got to take in all options and all, um, you know, variables and consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel that what the Sabres are trying to do here and, and in my opinion, what they would should do is, um, try to not move too many pieces right at this moment, right? So if you just insert one for one somewhere, then you're not moving too many pieces with the the, the big club, which has now won three in a row. They've won five in a row on the road, as you just said earlier in the show, um, and has been playing some really good hockey. So you don't want to disturb that by all of a sudden you're making a lot of different bodies move, lines are changing, Um so that's one thing. Two is, yeah, it definitely matters to Rochester. Now, Yuri's been out. So, I mean, the people are like, oh, why don't they call Kulik? He, he's been out a few games and, and you know, mostly, most likely coming back in the lineup. But it wouldn't be Kulik. Um, would it be Roseanne? I think Roseanne struggled a little bit of late. He finally got back on the board. So I don't know that it'd be Roseanne. I think if anybody, Duffer, you would probably say Rusak is the guy. But I I... I Think Jost may come in just as an extra, and if he is the extra, why call up Rusek for that? Right. Yeah. No, these are very valid points. The Sabres have won three in a row for the first time this year. They've won four of five overall for the first time this year, and they're up against a Florida team that is 11-2 in the last 13, and not once in those 13 games did they surrender more than two goals against. Yes. So based on that note alone and the fact that Bobrovsky starts and we certainly expect Lukanen to start again and if Lukanen goes it'll be 16 of the last 18 of which by the way he has allowed two or fewer in 13 of his last 17 yeah so like this is like let's set the under now at four and a half and I mean if if it's this is a Panther team that's 11 and two in the last 13 two or fewer in all 13 the Sabres are winning without scoring so were my concerns that were expressed on this show yesterday somewhat unnecessary? Meaning, do you they want really more offense? To, do they really need to get to three and a half? Like I was almost in a, you know, and I, by the way, this is also an ode to Ryan O'Reilly show. Like yeah. I, I said, like I need to be better. I wasn't very good yesterday, so oh, I'm, I'm just... trying to be better today. So. You're bad. You're, you're always good, but yeah, your concerns are valid. Like because what this team has been trying to build on the foundation is we can outscore our problems and our mistakes and which they did a lot last year. Now towards the end of the year last year, it was, but now we have to find another way to win games, but not 
the way to win games. I think that this year now, what we're seeing in the last two months is that the way for the Sabres to win games is to be really good defensively and get good goaltending, which is fine. But look at Florida, for example. The last 13 games, that has been the case. They play good defensively and they get great goaltending. But the, the other 50 games before that, or 40 games before that, it was they kept scoring, outscoring their problems. They were good. They have four players that average a point or more per game, right? They have Reinhardt, Kachuk, Verhege, and Barkov. They have pretty Reinhardt damn good at four. Like, it, honestly, yeah, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better four. Yeah. You, yeah you as, have, far as, as far as what those four bring, oh, my gosh. I, show me four. Show me four others that have – the balance, the game, the grit, the selkie acumen oh. that those four top scorers of the Panthers have. I don't know yeah. if you can find them. I don't. No, and I think a lot of people maybe point to Toronto and say Matthews, Marner, Tavares, and Nylander, but they don't have a Barkov. Like, I mean, that's the difference. Like, Tavares yeah, may be that guy, to, but they don't have a Barkov. Exactly. It's not to slight. Tampa's got four of them as well, like, easily, yeah. right? But it's just different, and that's why I'm saying it. It's a unique Really impressive group of four. Anyway. But they have Reinhardt at 39 goals, Verhege at 30. They've they scored a lot of goals. But lately, it's not about that. Lately, it's about, hey, you know what? Their PK is rolling. They're seventh in the league. They yeah. are second in the league in goals against per game. It's about Bobrovsky and Stolars. Stolars is probably having... You know, well, he is having his best season, but he's having one of the best season. When you look at the stats this season, he's a backup, but you still have to play and perform. He's, you know, what is he, a 197? 197, and he's 10, 5, and 2. Like I mean, this is incredible. Yeah, yeah. it's remarkable. It's so, remarkable. It, but, but it's Bob's Bob got, tonight. It's Bobrovsky tonight. Bob's got one loss in the last eight. That was a one nothing game against Carolina last week. Okay. So, like, seriously, the guy. Their two losses in the last 13 are a 2-1 loss to Philly and a 1-0 loss to Carolina. Like, yeah. they don't give up anything. No. That's, and they, they, their last two wins are 3-2 wins. They won 3-2, lost 1-0, 1-3-2. It's tight and what, games. And what did they do to Buffalo last time? Shut them out. And why? Out. And it was because, a 2-0 game, really. Right. Because of first period goal disparity. That's what it keeps coming back to. The Sabres overcame it in the last game by winning in a shootout. But it's a huge challenge when you put yourself in this position against the Florida Panthers. Yeah. The Sabres are dash 29. They've been in that realm all year, seemingly, when it comes to first periods. The Panthers are plus 21. And the last time they played, the whole lament postgame was, we didn't take the lead. Yeah. We had the chance to take the lead. And of all the games that the Sabres missed out on taking the lead, that one elicited the most post-game reaction of frustration that they didn't do it against the Cats. And they had so many chances, right? And right. that's what Don Granado said after the game. This was a game where we did not convert our chances. Well, you know what? Florida's done that to a lot of teams this year. Right. Because either you think you have a goal and the D checks you or the goalie makes a save or the puck's laying there in the crease and they find it, they find the puck before you do. It's been great. So, and, and listen, that's not you know, discount the fact that Bobrovsky has been fantastic, right? He has been the Bobrovsky of two Vesna Trophy Bobrovsky this year. He's actually playing more than what we've ever seen him play with the Florida Panthers. The yeah. most games he's ever played with Florida was 54, and that was two years ago. But he's played 50 twice. I mean, in Columbus, he played 61, 62, 63 games in a season. But now he's on pace to play 59. And, you know, some would say... 
that's good because Bobrovsky always performed better with playing more. But when he doesn't play well, then it's a struggle. Last year was Alex Lyon saving their season, not Bobrovsky, not anybody else. Um, He was good in the playoffs. He got into a rhythm. He's been in a rhythm all year long. Yeah, he was phenomenal. I mean, you think back to how they won. It was Bobrovsky and Kachuk over and over and over again as the storylines. Matthew scored three times in overtime in the Stanley Cup playoffs last year among his four game-winning goals. And Matthew, by the way, will be back in the lineup for the Panthers tonight. That's been confirmed. Mm-hmm. He and Stenland are back in in front of Bobrovsky. So if you're looking for how to break through and how you think some of these games have gone against the Panthers and how Florida is constructed. It's skill, emotion, physicality, depth, all the rest of it. So what was the big takeaway from the last game? Emotion. I said it to you in the post game about Owen power. It's the most emotional I've ever seen him. Everyone is fixated on Rasmus Dahlin's six-game streak of 29 minutes or more. And why is da- why is Dahlin getting the minutes? Because of the emotion and the need to, like, it, it, it's kind of an interesting dynamic. Like, we all understand there was no Samuelson, there was no power. Yeah. So logic would say, well, like, play Dahlin more, right? But if the team has been lacking that emotional component, which it has admitted it has for the better part of this year, hence slow starts, et cetera, then shouldn't Darlene have lobbied and or shown earlier that like, hey, I'll take more minutes. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's fascinating to see the edge at which he and the team can play at in these chaotic, like let's say final 10 minutes of the last game, just as one particular, you know what I'm getting at here? Like other teams have St. Louis 24 years ago, Chris Pronger, right? (laughs) Like just keep putting them out there. Anaheim, same thing. Pronger, Niedermeyer, Boschman, right? Yeah. And Eric Carlson recently, we see it. There's examples of it all the time. Drew Doughty, LA in their heyday. Without question. Right. Of course. So, like, how do you how do you walk that line so, about keeping an elite player fresh and impactful, but then now finding, oh my gosh, like just keep put, put him out there for thirty minutes. We don't care. Well, yeah, but he's also getting good support. I think that the Bryson Clifton pairing has played well, and it's helping the fact that Dalene is not just being put out there, but he's put out there with a purpose and with a with a a, a better mindset. Now, in the first part of the year, Dalene at one point was leading the club in scoring, right, in points, mm-hmm. was the top defenseman in goal scoring in the NHL. But yeah. I don't think he was playing as well as he is now. So that's probably why the minutes weren't as up. Like the points were there and the goals were there. But even Dalene would tell you after the game, I need to be better. And he was doing the Brian Duff impersonation of doing Ryan O'Reilly impersonation and saying, you know, three degrees of separation there, saying I need to be better. But what I loved about Dalene in the last game is that, yeah, there was an emotional, and Darlene, when he's emotionally engaged, is something to watch. Um, You know, we saw that with Brad Marchand for a few years. We've seen it, and, like, when he gets emotionally and physically involved, it's fun. When he ran Spencer Martin, and people were complaining, that's not a penalty. It was absolutely a penalty, but you know what? Drive the net, take it to the net, and maybe you got bumped a little bit. You could have stopped. You could have taken another angle. No, don't. That's what Dallin is doing now. 
he he has been very much a a, a a straight line type of guy and he has moved his feet and moved the puck faster now that he did early in the season and it makes a big difference because when he used to sit behind the net not moving or in transition have the puck inside the blue line not moving it doesn't do anything now he's going 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 that's great yeah Straight line or maybe a little bit to the left when he probably should have went a little bit to the right. Ran the goalie (laughs) over, yes. Well, the other connection to all of this, and you briefly touched on it, so I'll ask it this way. The Sabres are 10-2 and with Jacob Bryson in the lineup. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes. What does it mean? Oh, well, it means that the Sabres are playing better of late and Bryson has been in the the lineup of late. He wasn't there early in the season when the struggles were happening. I don't know that Bryson has that impact or that much of an impact in the game. I know that he's been good. I know that he's been really good and it has helped. Uh, It has helped Clifton. It has helped Bryson. It has helped Dalene playing with Yoki Aryu. You can point to Yoki Aryu and say, hey, Yoki Aryu with Dalene, when they're together, they've been much better this year. And yes, they have. But I also think that um, you know, Bryson is is benefiting from a team that's playing better and a goaltender that's lights out since Christmas. Is 500 where they are right now for the first time since late November? Is it just a number? Does it mean anything? It's it's one of the numbers. You have to get to 500 so you can get to five games over 500. You have to get to five games over 500 so you can get to 10. And if you get to 10, you're giving yourself a... A punter's chance, a punter's chance to get in in the playoffs in the Is last this a week. CFL by punter go- or NFL punter? Do we have I, to wait? I, for I'm giving down? NFL punters because they uh, they have a longer reach than the CFL guys, but that's the punter's chance, punter's chance that you need to be able to get in, right? So yeah. get into 500 is significant if you keep going the right way. Yeah, they, I mean, again, they've won four of five for the first time this year. They've won three in a row for the first time this year. We just uh, flashed the standings on MSG. The fact of the matter is every single night has movement. It has chaos. It has bad goaltending some nights like Washington and Ottawa. Oh my goodness. Now the good news for Ottawa is they get a redo tonight in what might be a trap game for Nashville as the senators take on the Preds, but more importantly, Washington and Detroit wildcard one and just outside the wildcard picture, the capitals are squaring off. Now the, this is bad news for Tampa, obviously, because one of them is going to win. Now Tampa can take care of their own business against the Philadelphia flyers before hosting the Sabres on Thursday, but Detroit and Washington, 
what a matchup this now turns out to be. The Capitals are 5-1-2 and two in their last eight. Yep. The Red Wings, since losing two in a row after Christmas, are 16-5-2. That is sixth best in the NHL in that time, trailing only Edmonton, Florida, Boston, Dallas, and Carolina, with Toronto right behind them. It really is a remarkable run by Pat Kane and the Red Wings right now. Okay, and if you look at the NHL standings right now, and they won't give you the streak of like nine unbeaten, right? Or nine oh and five oh and four. Let's see. They'll just say win streak of five, losing streak or whatever. But right ahead of Buffalo, you got Tampa, who's won two in a row, and it seemed to have found their rhythm again. You've got the Red Wings that have won five in a row, and you got Toronto who's won seven in a row. Um, those are just in the Atlantic division. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's getting really, really hard to make up ground when you have Pittsburgh, who's won two in a row as well. Um, it's it's getting hard, but you can only con like worry about one thing. Are you winning your games? And hopefully somebody's going to falter at some point. And the unfortunate reality for the Sabres is the alignment for the divisions, because yes. there is actually another team that has fallen into the picture but it won't affect Buffalo. And that's the Philadelphia Flyers. Flyers. So the Flyers have lost four of five and they're in danger of being overtaken by many. Washington, Pittsburgh, New Jersey. The fact that it, Washington right? is right there knocking on the door to be third in the Metropolitan Division is, is so baffling to With me. With games like, in hand. they yeah. like I mean, this is the, like, regardless of which spot the Capitals eventually catch, like right now, they're they're they have three games in hand on Tampa, and yeah. just, so just at the wild card alone, they could find themselves in. I, I it it is truly remarkable. The Leafs obviously now have the longest active streak at seven straight wins. They host yeah. Vegas. Vegas has lost three in a row and five out of six. They're still without Eichel. He's on the trip. He's practicing, but there's yep. no guarantee that he's going to see games before the end of this five-game trip. This is game two of the trip for Vegas with game four happening on Saturday in Buffalo. Yeah, and, and look, uh, Vegas is also a team that has struggled. And when you, when you look at teams that are struggling, what do you look at? Are they playing well defensively? Well, Vegas... Uh, defensively, it's not been the great. Uh, Aiden Hill has not performed well. Um, yes, they're missing Stone. They're missing Eichel. Two of what has become the best defensive players. I was going to say centers, but Stone is not a center. But still, like Stone's a big impact defensively. And Eichel has been a really good defensive center with the Vegas Golden Knights. But yeah, we're going to see. Ve so Florida tonight, Tampa Thursday, Vegas and Winnipeg home Saturday and Sunday. I mean, that's a big week for the Buffalo Sabres. The thing that I talk about being at 500 right now, why is it important? Because, hey, in a week, you could be four over. Like, if you win four in a row, and now and you stretch never... that to seven in a row, you could be four over at this point. And then hopefully you're never talking about it again. You're I, not talking like, about being 500 again. Exactly. No, you're like, Once that you can... is distant memory. Forget about exactly. it. That's the whole point here. Right? It's a tough and week, though, to, to get it done. But even eight. if you go three and one, I mean, is next three week's and one pretty bad? tough no. too. Next week's pretty tough too. I'll yeah, take the four. No, you <laughs> you gotta you gotta hold on to those losses uh, close. And uh, you know, we've talked about it many times. Twenty four to go. Nineteen and five is uh, well, it might be best case scenario, and even then, it might not get you in. But if you yep. keep doing the math that they've done of late, four out of five. 
four out of five, four out of five uh, could put them in a pretty interesting spot come the final few weeks of the season. Now, interesting yep. to note, Buffalo's in Florida tonight. They're in Tampa on Thursday. That's exactly how this regular season is going to conclude for Buffalo in April with games on the road against these same two teams, mm -hmm. the Panthers and the Lightning. The game tonight is on. And ESPN if they win Plus. both games this week, Duffer, at the end of the year, we're going down if we need two wins. You and I are going on the road. Really? Yeah, I'm making the call right now. Hang on, I have our managing director online too. We'll take that call during the break. We'll see what the budget is for that. <laughs> and we'll be right back on Sabres Live. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 